This is Horsepower Happenings. Tear up the body panel, fine. You know, you can bend those. You could have destroyed the whole race car, if not worse. I don't have any problem racing each other and trading paint and moving people. I mean, that's it's a short track bull ring. This right. is not Daytona. From the MCRP studios in the Motor City. But I do know also one thing. By the time I'm his age, I'll have more than 100 wins, and I promise you that. With Zach Heiser. Banger leads him down on the bottom side of the racetrack. Moyer trying to make something happen on the top shelf. Big run. He'll cross over now down the back straightaway into turn number three. Moyer puts the binders on Fager nearly on the bike. And Rich Frank. Any progress, Zach, that they made on the last stop, they ruined on this one. So now they're really trying to get this thing off the ground. From the Motor City Racing Promotion Studios. Hey, guys, this is Ford Hodge. This is three-time Dirt Car UMP National Champion, Rusty Schlink. This is Bobby Santos. This is Travis Stemler. This is Travis Braden. This is Andrew Shai. David Melky. Josh Fry. Ryan Rule. And this is Horsepower Happenings. Welcome in to Horsepower Happenings on this beautiful Monday evening, the final Monday of June. All of a sudden, how did this happen? I don't know. Lots of stuff going on in the racing industry, all sorts of stuff that we got to talk about and unpack. Two great interviews lined up for tonight as well, so we better get into it. Let's start with what's happening in a Motor City Minute. Danny Dietrich and Bronk Zierfoss both announced they would be pulling out of the All-Star Circuit of Champions full-time this week. Dietrich cited lack of personnel to travel with the series, while Zierfoss is electing to chase big races closer to home and only travel when it makes sense. Sam Haferteef Hefert uh, Jr. drove his way to victory lane with a Lucas Oil American Sprint Car Series at I-30 Speedway. He got the win despite cutting his left front tire late in the race. Logan Schuhart made multiple crown jewels dangled in front of him throughout the 2019 season, finishing second at the Kings Royal and Knoxville Nationals. That streak now over after picking up the win at the 42nd annual Jackson Nationals Saturday. Schuhart won uh, just a, a little bit of change, $30,000 for his efforts, capturing his 20th career World of Outlaws NOS Energy Drink Sprint Car Series win. Jimmy Owens won his fourth straight Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series event Saturday night getting the checkered flag and the easy go 50 at the Talladega short track. The win extends his lead in the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series Championship point standings. And Indianapolis Motor Speedway has announced that fan attendance will be limited for the 104th running of the Indianapolis 500 on August 23rd. Venue capacity will be restricted to 50%. Those things and much more happening tonight on Horsepower Happenings. I'm Zach Heiser. Rich France joins me from the Social Distance MCRP studio. Uh, Rich, what is going on this evening? Welcome in, my man. How you doing, Zach? We got actually some big races going on in the state coming up this weekend, pavement and dirt. I tell you I'm what. Looking, that's really exciting. Yeah, in our program or in our uh, end segment coming up later on, our look ahead, we're going to be very busy talking about some races coming up this 4th of July weekend. Right, but, uh, you know, we got to bring this up, Zach. When, when money is on the line, Bubba Pollard always seems to rise to the occasion. Uh, that proved to be true again Saturday night at Five Flags Speedway down in Pensacola, Florida during the second half of the Rowdy Energy Twin 100s for the Blizzard Series. Pollard charged from his 10th starting spot to capture the 21st Blizzard Series event of his career and three checks totaling $15,000. In addition to collecting the $5,000 check for the victory, Pollard also collected the Southern Super Series double down at the next town. I remember we talked about that, Zach, last year. Uh, the bonus that guarantees a $10,000 prize for all races in 2020 
if the winning driver per participated in the previous event. And Pollard did such that. Uh, and to put a cherry on top, Pollard also earned the $5,000 best average finish bonus put up by Phoenix Construction for the Friday and Saturday doubleheader at Five Flags. Uh, it's been a great weekend with everything that went on with David and, uh, and being able to run his race car last night. Man, jumping back into mine today and getting the victory. It doesn't get much better than that, Pollard said. Pretty cool. It was a special weekend. And, of course, he was referring to uh, the loss of his dear friend, David Rogers, who passed away of cancer earlier this year. Uh, so that was really, really a great night for Bubba. Uh, and he picked up that thing by, by bringing home a third-place finish on Friday night. So a first and a third, not bad for the doubleheader weekend. Uh, of course, on Friday night, it was the winner was uh, Stephen Nassie uh, in his first trip back to Pensacola since the I almost won if it wasn't for Ricky Brooks incident <laughs> at uh, at the uh, at the Snowball Derby back in December. So the next race for the Southern Super Series Act is the Rumble by the River 125 at Montgomery Motor Speedway in Alabama on July 11th. Well, we talked about a guy picking up 30,000 big ones in the Motor City Minute. How about Cade Dillard? He was counting the reasons to be happy on Saturday night, some 30,000 of them. He drew the pole position for the 14th annual Firecracker from Lernerville Speedway and led every lap on his way to the richest win of his career, holding off challenges from Daryl Lanigan and Max Blair. The Louisiana native held on for all 50 laps. This marks Rich. Check this out. The second career World of Outlaw sanctioned win for Dilliard, the other one, oh, it only paid $15,000 to win. So Dilliard apparently knows how to get it done when money's on the line. And, and Zach, you know how I am with guests with Horsepower Happenings, right? When they come on the show, they win. Right. Jared Horseman, uh, he's now two for two with the Great Lakes Super Sprints, presented by Engine Pro and ARP. Horseman collected the $2,000 payday from Crystal Motor Speedway on Saturday night. Uh, uh, and again, after holding off a charge from Max Stambaugh, so all these guys that were getting on the show, they're running up front. They're, they're doing, doing well. Job. We got a lot of karma going so far earlier this year. Uh, Greg Dahlman did set the fast time on the night and finished third. Uh, Jay Steinbach, Kyle Portenga, and Lyndon Jones collected the heat wins. Well, I was on the road this weekend, Rich. Got a chance to go out to Iowa and Illinois and catch up with our friend Tony Izzo for the Mars Racing Series presented by Rippet Energy Fuel opening weekend as they opened up with a scheduled triple-header show that began Thursday in Davenport, Iowa. Using the bottom of the racetrack, the Frankfurt Flyer, Frank Heckenash Jr., passed Bobby Pierce on the way to his first career win at Davenport and his first career Iowa win. Then Friday, Cruz moved east and settled in at Donaldson, Iowa's Pepsi Lee County Speedway for night number two, Despite strong storms just miles from the track, not one drop of rain fell on the speedway and a full night of racing action unfolded. 17 cars took the green flag for the $5,000 to win a fare, with Heckenast and Brian Shirley leading the field to the green flag. Shirley quickly jumped to the lead and never looked back throughout the 40-lap race. Shirley did manage to hold off challenges from a determined Bobby Pierce, but ultimately crossed the finish line in first place. That was until post-race tech inspection where Shirley was caught light at the scale both times he attempted to clear tech, which handed the victory over to Pierce. Saturday night was set to be the conclusion to the opening weekend for Mars with a stop in West Peoria, Illinois, and the historic Peoria Speedway. Threatening skies again welcomed fans and crew members, but it wasn't until the final group of Mars qualifying that the skies opened up, forcing officials to postpone the event until Friday, August 28th, Rich, and that sets up a doubleheader Mars weekend at Peoria 
on Friday, August 28th, and Saturday, August 29th. And, Zach, a little unique situation this weekend. First time since we've gotten back underway where Mother Nature decided to take a little bit of control of the racing activities. And uh, that happened on Friday night as the events from Tri-City Motor Speedway uh, were canceled uh, due to the weather, along with a couple of other tracks. But uh, the action was plentiful at Merritt Speedway on Saturday, Saturday night, especially during the $2,000 to win Dirt Car UMP late model portion uh, of the night. With the white flag in the air, an incident on the backstretch sparred a caution flag from officials, setting up a dramatic restart. Brandon Thurlby, Thurlby led the field back to green uh, when Chad Bauer was turned from behind, clipping the right rear of second place running Chad Finley. As Bauer spun in front of the field, several cars were involved, but the devastating blow came from Dona Marcoulier, who came into the incident late and ended up parked beneath the 19X machine of Bauer. Uh, all of the drivers were okay following the incident. Thurlby went on to win while Marcoulier and Spangler exchanged, let's just say, more than words, Zach, <laughs> uh, behind the victory lane sign uh, in the infield after the race. And, Zach, this could set up a very, very interesting uh, weekend heading into the $10,000 to win Challenge Series event coming up this Saturday night at the Merritt Speedway. I tell you what, you got some champions there that are a little, a little ruffled under the feathers right now as we head into big money. And, Rich, you know better than anyone that there's only two things that can make race car drivers lose their ability to think, and that's a lot of money or a really cheap trophy, and uh, we're going to have a really expensive trophy and a lot of money on the line coming up this Saturday. So it'll be interesting to see what goes down at Merritt coming up this weekend. I expect to see some... some uh really physical racing this weekend yeah uh, not very physical these both of these gentlemen have won their fair share of races at merit they've won the, their fair share of races in their career uh they're both very good and merit's going to have a good field on saturday night for that ten thousand uh, dollars they're not going to be the only ones chasing the big money and let's be clear both of these drivers know exactly where they stand with the other one so uh you know it, it's not like there's going to be any surprises on saturday and we're not saying that they're going to go out there and intentionally do something but uh turnabout's fair play so I would say that I would say that as well. You, you probably, if you're a late model dirt fan in the state of Michigan, that's probably not an event that you want to miss on Saturday night. Well, Rich, let's uh, let's get through the program and let's get through the rest of the uh, the show. Anything for us tonight on Here's the Deal? Yeah, you know, I this is a little bit off the subject, Zach, but I want to I want to I'm real I've been kind of cranky. I had a couple <laughs> ideas and. Um, <laughs> I've been in such a good mood lately. Give me a credit, right? Yeah, exactly. I got, I'll, I'll let you be cranky for once. I've been it, and um, you know, I, I had two ideas, and one we decided um, we'll just forget about it. Um, but I want to know who's the genius that came up with who can run, who can pop off fireworks for a week before Fourth of July. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's oh. not racing related, but I'm getting no sleep. Oh man, Rich, you poor city slicker, you. <laughs> For a week, for a week, man. It's not oh on Fourth of July or the night before. Oh like, man, freedom. I get it. You know, I'm, you know, I, you know, I, I was in the military. I get it. You know, I support our country and our flag more and as much oh, as anybody man. else. But this stuff's going on for a week now, and I'm not getting any sleep, and I'm not getting any younger either. So, uh, you know, I kind of, I kind of feel like uh, if we could just wait till maybe the weekend. <laughs> And let's let's ramp this thing up. But somebody said that they're allowed to fire off fireworks for seven days this week, and uh, that's just starting to get to me. 
Rich needs a pair of uh, earplugs. If you could hook him up, uh, personal message him on Facebook, and he'll get you his address. There's the here's the deal segment. Rich is a little cranky. No, it didn't have to do with racing, but we we, we needed to let him blow his steam off just a little bit here. So <laughs> you didn't tell me how you feel about it. <laughs> you uh, apparently you you love it, right? I am completely okay with it until it wakes up my baby. So until that happens, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I live a little closer to the city than you. That's do, so. true. That and is if you true. Have a neighbor doing it, it's you know probably about three miles now. away. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, we better take a break. When we come back, we'll get into our first interview on the nightcap. Henry joins us. It's uh, coming up right here on Horsepower Happenings. When the call sounds from race control, yellow, 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 bottom of one, yellow, 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 bottom of one. Top motorsport sanctions rely on the elite team of industry professionals for Motor City Racing Promotions to respond. Highly trained men and women in uniform systematically arrive on scene with their advanced fleet of safety vehicles equipped for the toughest jobs. Hours of annual training and practice are executed with precision as the task is rapidly performed in unison. Each official on the MCRP safety team is SFI certified in short track incident response and demonstrates a comprehensive background in motorsports, firefighting, and emergency medical services. It is their own appreciation of this sport and its growing need for professional motorsports rescue that has been the catalyst behind MCRP Safety Team's impeccable portfolio. For more information on Motor City Racing Promotion Safety Team, log on to MotorCityRacing.co and look for the MCRP badge at a track near you. If you're searching for a weekly podcast that features local results, news, and insight, then your search stops with Horsepower Happenings. Every Monday night, Zach Heiser and Rich France break down the week in motorsports, from NASCAR to the world of outlaws. Then they go over what's happening in the Great Lakes region. Plus, they sit down with industry professionals, including drivers, car owners, track promoters, and more. Find a complete broadcast schedule and more information at HorsepowerHappenings.com. And follow Horsepower Happenings on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Suspension Max is a service and solution-based manufacturer of automotive suspension and specialty parts. Based out of Bay City, Michigan, the local company began servicing clients in 2002. Suspension Max serves the automotive aftermarket as well as engineers and produces specialty suspension components for original equipment manufacturers and government contracts. Learn more about what they can do for you at SuspensionMax.com or call 1-888-629-9226. Suspension Max, the leveling kit experts. Race fans, this is Audra Hart, Chief Scorer for Motor City Racing Promotions. You're listening to Horsepower Happenings. Well, Rich, time to get into our interviews for tonight, and it's uh, our pleasure to get a chance to talk with uh, a driver who really, when it comes to, to sprint cars around the Great Lakes region, when this guy pulls in, Rich, you know you're going to have your hands full. Absolutely, Zach. And, and, and I really had the privilege to sit down with him for a little bit at the Rumble of Fort Wayne this past winter. We had a nice little conversation. He drives the Lane Racing Beer Barrel Bourbon number four, 410 sprint car. Uh, and boy, he's had a heck of a start to his 2020 season. 29 years old. He turns the big 3-0 in just a few weeks here. Makes his home in Republic, Ohio. Cap Henry, welcome to Horsepower Happenings. Thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. Now, man, things are a whole lot different now, Cap, than uh, than we when we last talked. We had no idea what was what was going to happen back then. But uh, how have you? What have you been doing with yourself? How have you been keeping yourself busy, uh, waiting on this season to get underway? 
Uh, you know, I did did some eye racing and um, got caught up on some projects at home, and you know, been building some go karts, helping out some kids, doing some karting stuff. Um, you know, we found plenty of ways to stay busy. Now, speaking of the season, uh, you've gotten off to a very strong start, uh, which is to say it lightly. Uh, multiple feature wins, including Friday night again at Attica Raceway Park. Uh, but how did it feel the first uh, few nights? I know this had to have been a, a different different view for you, you know, coming down the main straightaway to Attica Raceway Park and uh, no fans in the grandstands. Um, you know, I guess I didn't. To be honest, I didn't really notice it too much, just because sprint cars are—they're kind of hard to see out of, anyways, especially the right side where the fans are. Um, so it wasn't a huge difference, but um, it was definitely weird when you would see the, um, you know, the guys that won there on opening night, and um, you know there was nobody there in the grandstands. That was pretty crazy. Um, but um, you know, luckily we've been really fortunate around here that Attica and um, Fremont and Wayne County they were able to get fans back in the stands pretty quickly. So it was something pretty short lived. Yeah, and you know, you you get back to Victory Lane, and and uh, correct me if I'm wrong here at Attica, you've already been to Victory Lane a couple times this season. Yeah, we've uh, we picked up two wins already at Attica. We picked up a win at Wayne County, and um, yeah, you know, it's been awesome that um, they've already. Um, you know, every race that we won, there was fans in the stands, um, you know, and Wayne County was actually packed. Um, so that was really cool to see um, that many people back at the races already. What's it been like for you, uh, you know, to get such a late start? Uh, I know that that you and Lane Racing, you know, you guys have been together for about three years, and we'll get on that a little bit more coming up. But, um, you know, you guys are, are, are usually out of the gate pretty early, right? You guys are ready to go, and you got your stuff ready, and you race late into the year. What was it like for you to not get to start until around the, the first week of June? Uh, it was definitely a little bit different for everybody. Um, you know, we were kind of fortunate that right as um, the COVID stuff started to happen, um, we were pretty much ready minus dropping a motor in the car. Um, so we kind of just, we were ready and um, everything just fat. Um, but yeah, it was definitely new. Um, it's definitely weird starting your season so far late. And um, we've kind of jumped right into our busiest time of the year. Um, you know, we've only raced seven times, and here we're getting, um, you know, we're going to race our Ohio Speed Week. Um, so it's uh, it's been pretty crazy that, um, you know, we haven't had, since we started racing, we've been, um, you know, our schedule ramped up really fast. And um, But luckily, um, Zach and Brett and Mike and all the guys that work on this thing, um, you know, they've, um, they've kept the car ready. And um, so it's been cool. Um, you know, and Zach, the crew chief on the car, he had, uh, you know, he's, um, you know, this is my second year with having him work on the car. Um, so we've been really fortunate that now we're starting to show that um, just that consistency and having some, you know, us working together. It's just gelling and um, that we've been fast every time we hit the racetrack. And it's, um, it's a lot of fun. On your social media page, Cap Henry Racing, uh, you did something that, to be quite frank, I don't see a lot of drivers do, um, and that was putting up a, a rather long, uh, basically, thank you post celebrating three years anniversary of driving for uh, Lane Racing and, and Brent and Patty, um, and you know, talking about getting to drive with that team and being involved with you mentioned Zach and and you go on to list uh, you know the crew that makes it possible for you. Talk about three years ago when you were given this opportunity. What did it do for your career? What did it do for Cap Henry? Um, 
I was kind of at a, a really weird point in my career when it all happened. Um, I had just split from uh, the Blazer Racing team. Um, so I came home, and I'd been living out in South Dakota at the time. And um, so I came home, and I, um, I did have a ride. And I was um, kind of going through a rough period in my life in general. Um, and um, so when I hooked up with Brett, I was <laughs> it's kind of a funny story to tell. I was only supposed to do a handful of races in the car because he was new to owning a sprint car um, for other people to drive, at least, I should say. He raced himself. Um, so I was only supposed to do a handful of races in it. And then, you know, he kind of wanted to try out the waters with some other people. Well, um, you know, right off the bat, we were pretty fast. Um, we won a heat race the first night I drove the car. Um, the second night I drove the car, we won a race at Fremont. And, um, you know, so when I started with Brett, it was a really, really small operation. He had one car, one motor, not a lot of spares. Um, you know, so it's been, um, for the both of us, it's been new um, that we've kind of built this thing up that, um, you know, now there's a, he's got a nice truck and trailer he's got you know the equipment he doesn't have a lot of equipment still but the equipment he has is nice um you know we can we can go compete you know for the type of races that we do we can run really really well and um you know so it's been a lot of fun you know um it's grown from just being a family team working on it to now we have a you know we got zach involved with a crew chief and we have a friend of mine micah that's a good crew guy and um you know, so a lot's changed in that three-year time frame, but as much as things have changed, a lot's the same. Um, Brett and Patty are great people to drive for, um, you know, and um, I'll give them a lot of credit that, you know, they didn't know who I was when I started. And, um, you know, as together as a team, we've um, really grown into a strong force in our area, and it's it's very enjoyable. Um, I've won more races now in their car than I've won in anybody else's combined. Um, wow. You know, so it's 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 been great. Uh, I give them a lot of credit that they've helped my career. And, um, you know, I, I truly enjoy racing for them. You know, I, I would almost wonder if it's fair to say, Cap, that they, they kind of put you on the map a little bit as far as it goes. Because, um, you know, did you expect to have this much success that when you decided to, to make this uh, decision to drive for them? Did you expect to be able to uh, almost, from the from the fans' standpoint, Cap, it looks like you guys can win with ease. Uh, you know, as I said, when, you, when, I introduced, when we introduced you, when you pull into the pits, man, I think people are looking at that number four machine and going, "Well, we got to figure out how to pass him if we're going to go to victory lane." Um, yeah, I mean, I, it's it's a hard question to answer without trying to offend anybody. Right, right. Um, well, you you've um, almost got to have some reservation, right, as a driver when you're getting in someone else's equipment. You know, oh man, I hope that they remember to tighten that bolt and 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 check that heim joint and that sort of stuff, right? Um, I've never, I've never had that issue. I will say that um, right from the get-go that I've never gotten in a car that I didn't feel that the crew guys are trying their best. Um, I understand people are human; they're going to make mistakes. Um, I've been really lucky that from the time that I got in the number four car, I had a crew guy, Micah, that came along with me, and um, I could always—I've never forgot there was a race at Attica. Something happened. We were hustling to get the car back together to get it back on the racetrack, and. I had to stop in the middle of doing the repairs to get ready to get in the car, and they finished it as I was sitting down in it. And um, I looked at Micah, asked him, is the car ready? And he told me yes, and we went out there and hammered out laps, made the show. And um, so I've never I've never lacked confidence in my crew guys being able to do their job. Um, 
but yeah, you know, the lanes, um, they gave me a great opportunity, um, to push my career forward. And, um, it's, it's been anything more than I could have ever expected. Um, you know, it's, it's tough sometimes to find cars to, that you get to stick with. Um, this is the first team I've ever drove for that I've ever drove for them more than a year at a time. You know, every car I've ever driven in my career before this, I would drive it for a year, a year and a half, and would be on to the next thing. Um, so to have that solid consistency now where we've been in the car for a couple of years and we've been able to continue to build on our program and get the car better and better and better, um, you know, we're finally, we're showing the rewards of that um, to where we we get lucky enough to put seasons together where we win a, you know, a handful of races every year um and you know i last year was a rough year for us you know as much as we won we crashed a lot of cars so um you know this year we're just trying to build on that continue the good runs and just minimize the bad nights and you know you're talking about you know being in that number four machine for a few years uh 17 wins now i think is what i read in that machine uh, you had a, you talked about a little bit about the Wayne County win this year, but let's go back to last September, Cap. Man, you went down to Wayne County Speedway, and uh, probably the biggest night you've ever had, picking up a win on the All-Star Circuit of Champions. Uh, look, look back at that night and just tell me all about that night and just how good that made you feel, because I know you waited a long time for that one. Um, you know, it was, it was definitely a real special race. Um, you know, we were Wayne County's typically not a track that's one of my better ones um so to pick up that first career all-star win there um you know it really meant a lot and it's you know i've tried to win an all-star race now for it's been over 10 years i've been trying to win an all-star race so to finally pull that off um you know it, it was an awesome experience and um you know hoping that we can you know we can add on to that tally but um still to finally do that and to pull it off um you know, and we did it in a pretty dominant fashion. Um, the whole night we were really good. So, um, you know, it was fun and it just made it that more memorable. You know, you you did an interview with SprintCarNews.com, or at least that's where the interview ended up. And it looks like this interview was done about 10 years ago. And one of the questions was, where do you see sprint car racing five years from now? Uh, so your answer was, hopefully car counts continue to grow and 410 racing picks back up. Where do you see the status of 410 racing right now between the World of Outlaws and between uh, local shows and, uh, you know, the, obviously the uh, what Attica and Fremont have going on and the All-Star shows? What's your opinion on 410 racing now? Um, you know, I think 410 racing is in a, it's in a pretty good state. Um, you know, there's, especially in the state of Ohio, Pennsylvania, um, there's a lot of places places racing 410 sprint cars. Um, unfortunately, it's a good problem to have, but on a Saturday in Ohio, there's so many choices, you know, cars kind of get spread out, you know, if you get some lower count, um, but it's a good problem. You know, there's a lot of places racing 410, and um, the one thing that's been really nice to see is that the 410 payouts have kind of increased across the board. Um, you don't see nearly as many 410 races racing, you know, for $1,200, $1,500 to win in the area. Um, so good to see the tracks up the purses and i think that's where you get to see the the better quality of cars across the board at these racetracks so i think 410 racing in a whole is in a pretty good state now we've you know we've, we've talked a little bit about uh you know the delayed start of the season and and really pr you're 
probably hanging around there, you know, Attica and Fremont because it, it, it's close to home and, and it and it's probably one of the some of the few tracks that are open. What what else are you looking forward to do this summer? If uh, if we can wind things up a little bit, anything on the radar that uh, that you guys got on 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 your target? Um, right now it's really hard to kind of say what we're going to do in the future just because um some places aren't racing and um you know with our tie into new holland and the dragon's milk white and the beer barrel bourbon um i'm sure at some point um we'll be up racing in michigan um to represent them and to help our partnership with them um but uh you'll see us travel a little bit um we're going to do a big portion of ohio speed week um we'll probably try and get and go do some stuff out in indiana um but it it's so hard right now with schedules up here to just to really give you an idea of what we're going to do we don't right now we haven't planned any further ahead than ohio speedway as we get ready to wrap up here cap i want to go back to a comment that you made about the longest tenure that you've had with a race team being with lane racing and you know we talked with max stambaugh a couple of weeks ago earlier this year another young driver who's very talented but has done the swap seat game like yourself and uh, you know he said something very similar that he was very excited to be able to have found a ride that maybe he can get to stay in for a couple of years how important is it for a driver and, and speak from your own experience to be able to know that they have a secure ride underneath of them and to be able to build that confidence and win races, does that contribute to your ability on the racetrack to know that you have a secure ride? Um, I mean, it's definitely helpful. It's It, it helps. Um, unfortunately, in sprint car racing, nothing's too overly secure. Um, so you never know the car that you're in now how long you're going to be in it. Um, I've had a couple other cars that I've drove without naming names that, you know, I thought I'd spend years in them and sometimes I spent races in them. Mm. Um, so, you know, nothing's secure in that sense, but, um, it's definitely something is, you know, we put, we put years into this lane racing car now. Um, you know, it, it shows just in the fact that, you know, we can, we have really good baselines when we travel and, um, you know, that we can we can leave our home tracks and we run well. Um, but yeah, you know, the longer you can be in a car just to get that security, it, it definitely helps. It's definitely a big bonus. What I'm concerned about cap is, uh, I, you know, I, I love that sponsor. The, the car looks great. The, the, the beer barrel bourbon. What, uh, what I want to know is do they give you sponsorship product? Because I'm going to come hang out at your racetracks uh, if they will provide that to you. I mean, it's not all completely free, but it definitely has its perks. I'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> My buddy Rich is good. Is really good at about two, three, uh, two uh, three things: racing, gambling, and drinking. And so, if he can find a way to get all three of those in in one weekend, he's all about it. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't blame him. That's a solid weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Cap, let's make sure we do get a chance. I know we've mentioned your crew a couple of times. Uh, Rich is looking for an endorsement from from your sponsor right now, anyhow. But uh, <laughs> let's let's give you a chance to really give a shout out to everybody that makes it possible for you to go to Victory Lane like you did at Attica uh, not so very long ago. Uh, yeah, you know what? The Lane Racing Group has some. Uh, we have some awesome marketing partners in um, New Holland Spirits, Your Barrel Bourbon. Um, You'll, everybody will get to see the Dragon's Milk cars getting debuted this week. So Dragon's Milk White, um, FK Rodden, Wings Unlimited, J&J Racing Chassis, Kissler Engines, um, Kissler Racing Products. Um, 
Simpson, Stillo USA, Ballistic Designs, um, Nemesis Designs is always killing it with our car designs and our t-shirt designs. Um, Linder Speed Equipment always keeps us up front with our shocks. Um, Factory 41, um, Zach Myers, Gek Electric, um, Leadhead Waterfowl, um, you know, just all these guys, um, Brett, Micah, um, all the girls that, you know, are part of it, um, you know, the families, it's, this team's a big family and, um, it comes from our sponsors to the people involved, to the wives and girlfriends, um, it's a, it's a team effort and, um, I'm really proud to be a part of it and have everybody that's involved. Well, Cap Henry, it's uh, always fun to watch you on the racetrack, man. You're really talented behind the wheel. You put on a great show along with your other fellow competitors. And uh, we really do appreciate you taking time to chat with us tonight. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. All right. We have to take a break. When we come back, more coming up, including an interview with Ryan Vanderveen. That's straight ahead here on Horsepower Happenings. If you're searching for a weekly podcast that features local results, news, and insight, then your search stops with Horsepower Happenings. Every Monday night, Zach Heiser and Rich France break down the week in motorsports, from NASCAR to the world of outlaws. Then they go over what's happening in the Great Lakes region. Plus, they sit down with industry professionals, including drivers, car owners, track promoters, and more. Find a complete broadcast schedule and more information at HorsepowerHappenings.com. And follow Horsepower Happenings on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Racers know now more than ever, and, and let me tell you, if you don't have one, you're already behind for the 2020 season, but, but listen up, there's a chance. Money should be spent wisely, and you need ease of use at the racetrack as well. Insert Hubco Metal Fabrication, racer-owned and operated. Luke Hubble knows the value of good quality products at a fair price. Right now, 24-inch pit lifts with a hydraulic pump start at just $875. Upgrades like powder coating, LED lights, and a waterproof pump cart are available. To place an order, simply find Hubco on Facebook. Log on to hubcolifts.com or you can call 269 838 Zero, zero, two, nine. This is Tom Deary, and you're listening to Horsepower Happening. Welcome back to Horsepower Happening. Zach Heiser, Rich France with you. And Rich, it's time to continue with our interviews this evening. And it is uh, our pleasure to welcome in a guy who is just red hot right now in the late model scene. Let us know who we're talking to. Yeah, Zach, we uh, first met this gentleman a couple years ago on the American Ethanol Late Model Tour. Uh, since we've gotten started in 2020, uh, it, it's, it's an understatement to say he's on a roll. Uh, and he definitely always has one of the sharpest cars around. I love that orange and blue, man. I always do. <laughs> Makes his home in Six Lakes, Michigan. Ryan Vanderveen, welcome to Horsepower Happenings. Yeah, thanks, guys. Now, first of all, uh, as you would normally say, there's a whole lot of chicken going around right now in the Vanderveen household. <laughs> uh, talk about 2020, five in a row. You couldn't have envisioned a, a better start, could you? Um, no, not really. We're off to a pretty good start um, with this. This is kind of a crazy time right now, not getting a start until June. Um, we we come out of, you know come out rolling, and uh, we just we got we got a lot of luck on our side right now. We uh, I think the first three out of the four features I won, we 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 you know we end up drawing the pole. So uh, you know thanks to Lady Luck, um, kind of got us going in the right direction, and, and then we've kind of been able to take it from there. 
Now, in the past, we've seen you run very well at other tracks, uh, specifically I-96. One of them, I've seen you run very, very well there. But what is it about Thunderbird and Winston that um, kind of kind of puts you over the edge? Um. Well, the last couple of years, they've just been super racy. They, uh, you know, they got a little bit of a cushion. They got some stuff at the bottom they can get a hold of. Um, makes you know in and out of traffic uh, a little bit easier to maneuver um you know i don't, I don't know they just they're, they're both about the same size i guess i got i probably like that little I, I, that quarter mile size or so kind of fits my driving style the best uh fits our let me tell you it fits my car the best mm. so the car's been really good there probably i don't know we've been real good at like thunderbird and winston probably the last four years the car just really likes it so uh, we have a hard time not going over there well and I, I guess that almost goes without saying then you probably had to be on the top of the list of guys that were excited to hear that winston was going to reopen this year oh absolutely you know uh, they, they ran like a small schedule last year uh, i think they opened up like four times maybe four or five times and we won three of them you know maybe with a second or something so yeah so when we heard that they uh you know they got bought and was gonna try to run every week uh we definitely have to support it uh off the bat here now i one thing that i thought was interesting and rich uh you know you can weigh in on this too because rich you more so than me come from the time of racing when bounties were a big thing you know if somebody came in and started stinking up the show no thank you we're gonna put some money out there and try to get some some competition some some which not to say that there's not already competition but let's see who we can draw in to try and put a show on and uh, ryan i thought it was interesting in the time of covid19 that it only took you know four weeks for them to say okay ryan vanderveen is stinking this thing up uh and you had a bounty placed on you rather quickly this year yeah uh, being being so quick uh it seemed uh seemed a little premature maybe just because it was only the you know after after two weeks but uh but you know i think i guess a, a fan had put it up and uh i mean that's fine the same fans probably go to you know i know go uh to winston the thunderbird you know they're 20 minutes apart mm. so um, after a couple of weeks you know four wins the price seemed like you know we're winning everything but uh Really, we're just getting get some good luck, good draws, and uh, you know, staying steady. But uh, yeah, it's flattering to get a to get a bounty put on you. I guess uh, they used to do it a lot. You know, you know, being back in the day, that was something that they really do. I can remember Uncle Troy having to start, you know, at the tail of the field for some extra money and stuff like that. So, sure, it's it's flattering at the same you know at the same time as uh, you know, I wish they'd pay me five hundred bucks extra. <laughs> win <laughs> yeah where, where's ryan's 500 bucks for being that gosh darn good yeah right, right. well and that's what i was going to ask you too so for any fans who are just hearing this for the first time what sort of rules are coming with this bounty do you still get to start wherever you run through the, the show and end up starting or uh does someone just have, have to come in and beat you what sort of things are going on here well i, I mean i haven't uh got the full scoop of it really uh, we got rained out there friday but uh yeah the way i understand it uh basically it's it's five hundred dollars extra on top of whatever it is to win for for anyone but me um so you know <laughs> i wish we could change that for you ryan i wish we could go in right, there and say right. hey if ryan wins again 
right, and, and right, I can help know, and I can help you out with the rules a little bit if you guys want to know. <laughs> well, yeah, so old time rules, right? Well, the rules for this one is Ryan has to finish on the lead lap. So it, Ryan can't break and go on the pits. He's got to race, finish the race, finish on the lead lap. And if that's the case, the guy that wins makes the 500 bucks. Okay. All right. So if Ryan sees he's not going to win, he can just sandbag then and let himself get lapped. <laughs> yeah, we're probably not going to be doing that. No, I know. I, I'm just, I'm just giving you a hard time, Ryan. But right, uh, exactly. Yeah, it yeah, is. No, maybe if we, you know, if we kept it going for a few weeks or something, maybe they, maybe they throw some money at us or something. But, but it's, I think it's just, it's just for fun. It's for a little bit of excitement for the fans, and uh, you know, it makes it, makes it a little more fun for everybody. Have, have you ever had a bounty placed on you before? No, no, nothing. Uh, I think the most there's one in a row is seven. And that was probably. We were running Tri City and Crystal a lot. Um, never had anything like this, but uh, but yeah, like I said, it, I mean, the, a fan did it. It's fun, for, you know. If it makes it fun, more fun for the fans, then what the heck, we're up for it. And and I actually heard that it was one of your fans, and with usually it's somebody on the competition side, uh, one of your competitors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with, with I heard that. Like, I wasn't with, sure with fans like that, that you don't need enemies. <laughs> right? Exactly. No, I wasn't sure if that information got mixed up or what. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. You normally it would seem like it would be someone else's fan. So let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, not just you winning. I mean, uh, you got your son Mason out there doing very well in the mini wedges. Uh, how fun is that for you uh, to guy guys to be able to spend time together at the racetrack uh, and both of you racing? Um, yeah, honestly, that's probably the highlight of our of our nights. Um, is watching how good he's gotten in the last year uh you know it, the age group is six to nine um you know i, I get I'm getting a little bit of flack you know because i'm not letting him race with the 10 year olds 10 to 14 year olds but you know to uh for his sake you know he's been getting his butt kicked for the last you know two or three years and uh and I got no problem with him uh, returning the favor here a little bit. Well, enjoy it while he's at the top of the age bracket. What's it been like for you to do that? I know you say that's the highlight of the night, but obviously you've still got a job to do for you. Um, do you do you let yourself just kind of get immersed in what's going on there in the mini wedge program and and really take it all in? Uh, oh yeah, we we just enjoy it. It's nothing that we uh, we put a lot of effort into. Uh, we really don't. Um, it's just uh, something that for him to do while we're at the track, and so the fact that uh, he's being so successful at it, uh, it just makes it that much more <laughs> fun for us, you know. Because it doesn't it doesn't really take away from anything that we do. It's mm-hmm. just another fun fun thing for him to do while we're at the track. So I would have loved to have done it when I was his age. That's for sure. Well, and that's where I was going to say is you know the Vanderveen family's been in racing for quite a while and. Um, how awesome is it for you now because you know you at one time were the next generation that was going to keep it going and now how cool is it for you to be seeing the generation that's going to secede you someday be out on a racetrack right now yeah it, like i said it's it's super enjoyable um he he likes it um and i like that he likes it i you know it doesn't matter what he, to me what he does long as long as he's having fun and uh he, he really is having a good time with it so as long as he likes doing it uh, we'll probably keep on keep on doing it with him and uh we don't force nothing on him you know he does a lot of other sports and does stuff like that um 
So long as he long as he enjoys it and we're having fun, then uh, we'll probably keep doing it. Now, Zach and I have been traveling around, going to different tracks as, as they started opening up. Uh, oh God, let's say a month or so ago now. Yeah, about a month, yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, it's been a month already. Uh, you're obviously in the UMP late models, the hottest guy in the state, uh, pretty much hands down. There's a big race coming up that's paying $10,000 to win. Does does that strike your fancy? Um, <laughs> you got him thinking, yeah. Rich. Yeah, the money, the money is, the money's there. The money's good. Um, yeah, you know, we, our, our program takes us right now. It takes us over to the west side of the state. Uh, we we went up to Merritt once this year early on. I was driving a street stock, and so we ended up taking the car. We broke, you know, not everything was fine. We just end up breaking. But uh, I don't know. I'm not saying I haven't. You know, we won't be up there. I don't. We're not going to be up there this weekend. I'll, I'll tell you that. Um, but uh, we'll probably be up there in the future here this year. Um, I know he's putting up a lot of good money, so uh, you know you can only turn that down for so long. Well, and you know, you're, we, we laugh about the hesitation, but it brings up a good point. And if you look at the Victory Lane photos from this weekend, uh, the avid race fan may overlook it, but the in-tune race fan will probably look at the, uh, the tires and go, oh, this is not a dirt car UMP sanctioned event. Um, here in the state of Michigan, you've kind of got two options to choose from and a couple of tracks to choose from with either option. Um, you can kind of run that dirt car UMP sanction, or you can run what is uh, affectionately known as a Michigan late model, which is kind of where the uh, you know the rules come in for Thunderbird and and a Crystal and that sort of thing. And I, I tend to notice, Ryan, that you kind of favor that American Racer tire. Uh, first off, is is that accurate to say that you'd rather run on the American Racer? Um, no, it doesn't matter to me, you know, I'm fine with running 30s at, to, you know, Hoosier, we, you know, we run the ALMS series for a lot of years, um, basically come down to us being 20 minutes from Crystal, mm. you know, my whole, whole life, and, uh, so that was just always our go-to if there wasn't something special going on, and so that always kept me all out of the running of UMP points and that kind of stuff, so we never really chased after that because we just never got enough nights in running you know 15 nights a, a year at crystal on american racers so it's just never really been something that we chased uh we got both tires you know they're they're ready to go wherever wherever we want to go that's where you know that's where we're gonna go but uh i got no problem with american racing i got no problem with the 30s that we run in everywhere else so fans of horsepower happenings have heard rich and i talk for uh you know probably a year and a half now that on pavement you know the outlaw late models are kind of tearing themselves apart by having different tire rules at different tracks is there any concern from you and your camp about the american racer versus who's your tire going on in the dirt late model side of things right now um well i'll tell you that i've been racing for i think this is going to be my let's see my 14th or 15th year of me driving and the entire time, it's all, there's always been American Racer, there's always been Hoosier, and I've seen almost all the tracks switch from one to the other and back and forth, and it's always about, you know, um, I think it's just always gonna be there. You're always gonna have a couple different choices, and, uh, you know, track owners pick whatever one they think, you know, it's gonna be best for their, their situation, and, uh, you know, as a racer, we're just gonna, you know, if we want to go somewhere, we'll have to have those tires, and we know that going in. So, I, I don't, I don't think that's just too big of an issue. 
And, you know, last year um, I got a, uh, on this subject, I got a chance to talk to probably one of the classiest guys, Dona Marcoolier, and we had a nice conversation about this. And his thing was, I'm not traveling. I could I can run those American racers and I can run them four or five weeks and that saves me a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, um, I will tell you that uh, <laughs> the first three wins this year were all on the same tire. <laughs> okay, we're on the same four tires. There you and go. Then we, and then we won the, the heat race the fourth night on the same tires. We we finally put got got new tires for the feature on the fourth win. So he was yeah. so he wasn't lying to me at all. No, <laughs> uh, no, no, and uh, and a lot of that has to do with the track. Okay, I'm not gonna say oh that tire, you know the tr- the tracks have been have been tacky over to win over to the Muskegon area, Winston Thunderbird. Um, so that helps a lot. I mean, it don't matter if you're on a rubbered up racetrack. I don't care what you put on, it's junk. Well, but, uh, but yeah, the generally speaking, I mean, you can be competitive with you know a race old tire and American racer. And and to that point too, it sounds like the fall off is not really there on American racers either. You can be racy on them on week one or week four. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking about tire, you know, Hoosier thirties. You know, I think you can be competitive on night two with the same Hoosier thirties if the tracks fine. You know, you can run a Hoosier thirty for three nights if the tracks you know hmm. uh, decent. If the tracks hard on tires, it's gonna be hard on whatever tire you got on. It don't matter what the brand is on the side of it. Well, Ryan, as we uh, really, we it's funny because at this point we would be saying, man, that the season's half over, but we really just don't know what's going on. The season just got started. Uh, we don't know how long track's going to try to stay open, how many shows they're going to try to get in. But what is your plan for the rest of the 2020 season? I know, obviously, you're, uh, you're clicking off wins, and, you know, it's kind of like that whole thing they say, just keep doing it until somebody tells me to stop. And uh, at this point, you're winning, and I, I assume we'll continue to see you at Winston and thunderbird yeah we're we'll probably be over there you know um as long as we're as long as the tracks are good we're running good uh we enjoy it over there the people are nice everybody's nice uh we just enjoy going over there and, and seeing how we're doing this for fun you know i don't know why we wouldn't want to go somewhere where we enjoy it. um yeah but yeah we're, we've been to the, i've been to the racetrack six times so it's a little odd to say in June, you know, end of June, almost 4th of July coming up, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, six, you know, six races in. and uh, But no, we'll, we'll keep racing. We'll bounce around as hopefully this COVID stuff uh, lifts up a little bit and everybody starts, you know, I-96 be open and maybe we can make a trip up north here, you know, sometime. And um, yeah, I, I don't know. But I got a, we got a baby coming at the beginning of August. So that might, you know, we're not sure what whatever happens there, and we're still going to race before and after that. But uh, you know, I just never know when that's happening. Uh, and then, uh, and then September will be here, and racing will be over. It's crazy how fast it's going to go. And I, you know, I I always talk tell Zach, you know, I'm not the the brilliant mind in the group, but I can do the math. Two grand or twenty five hundred times five, you just got there a different way. That's all. And you'd find the hurt. Right, yeah, no, I mean, it, you know, it's, you know, we're, the, way, the way we're running, you know, it's, it's just hard to go, oh, yeah, let's go try this other place, but at the same at the same time, we like to go around it to all the places, we got fans everywhere, we like to get out and go to new tracks, or go to different tracks anyway, but uh, right now, uh, everything's going good over there, we'll probably be over there. 
Well, Ryan, we know that it's not, uh, we know it's a big family affair, but we know that there are some names on the side of that race car, one of them obviously being, uh, you know, Vanderveen's uh, <laughs> auto parts. But uh, who, who is it that makes it possible for you to do what you do each and every week? Uh, I think I thank my mom and dad, uh, Uncle Troy, my brother, working on it, uh, Miller's Insurance, Nedmore, uh, Lefevre Builders, my longtime sponsor, um, and. Uh, um, uh, Bob Pierce race cars. He still helps us out. The time we, you know, we get to talk to him on the phone a lot. Um, other than that, uh, other we just thank all the fans for uh, coming out. I can't believe how many fans have been in the stands <laughs> with all this stuff going on. But uh, it's been, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're all they're all staying they're all staying social distance from each other. But man, it, it's been a lot of. So. It's been very cool to see for sure. Well, Ryan, uh, congratulations too on the uh, on your new baby that's coming here in August, and uh, hopefully she doesn't come on a Friday or a Saturday, but uh, or he or she doesn't come on a Friday or a Saturday, but uh, that uh, healthy and, and happy, and and looking forward to that too for you. Yep, she's got strict instructions to be Sunday through Thursday, so uh, <laughs> we, we, should, <laughs> we should be good there. And, uh, yeah, so she'll be a racing baby for sure, but. Uh, yeah, thank you. All right, well, again, our thanks to uh, Ryan Vanderveen for joining us tonight. So cool to see what's going on in the state of Michigan right now, Rich, as, uh, you know, for right now, things are ramping up, and we're going to hopefully keep it that way, and we're excited. We're kind of going on a week-by-week -week basis, right? About every 10 days, we hear of some new scheduled things. And uh, this coming weekend, man, 4th of July weekend, they're turning up the heat, no pun intended. Absolutely, and then we, we may be together at least a day this week. I don't know, probably not two, but we may find a way to get together. Uh, a big event up at Tri-City on Thursday, the Great Lakes Super Sprint Act. Uh, you're going to call that action up there for them. Yeah, I'll get a chance to be on the microphone again and see if Jared Hortzman can go three for three. Uh, you know, maybe Tri-City slicks off a little bit again, just like uh, what we saw happen at Crystal, and he goes three for three. And also, Rich, uh, finally, they didn't get a chance to race at Mount Pleasant due to rain, but the first ever event for the Great Lakes Lightning Sprints scheduled to go off Thursday as well from Tri-City. So uh, if, if you get a chance to go up there Thursday and check that out, going to be a lot of great racing. And uh, the green flag set to drop at around 7.30 on Thursday evening. I think it's awesome that the Great Lakes family is finally getting some racing in. Uh, they're, they're getting a, some of their series in, so that's, that's great. Maybe they can get something rolling through the summer. Now I get to finally say something that I'm excited <laughs> about, Zach, that I've been waiting so long. Uh, we're hoping everything, everything stays the way it's supposed to be, but uh, pavement racing in Michigan this Friday night on the schedule, the Intimidator 100 uh, at the Kalamazoo Speedway. Uh, I am really excited. They have another big event, uh, America 250 or whatever it is for. They have a big race on Sunday as well scheduled. Uh, but it is really nice to see right now on the schedule that we have pavement racing uh, back in Michigan and that it's going to happen at the Kalamazoo Speedway. Uh, we're usually watching that Intimidator 100 around April. Uh, so they had to wait a, wait a few months to a couple months to get this thing going. And uh, let's hope they do. That's an awesome event. And if it goes, I'm going to do what i can to try to get there yeah if you can't get there friday uh for the intimidator 100 as rich tried to say it's the murica uh 250 murica. presented by midwest compact touring series uh five thousand dollar to win 250 lap enduro along with stacker races 
and uh, the MCR Dwarfs going to get a chance to race on Sunday. So happy to see them get a couple of races on the schedule. Uh, also on Friday, Rich, Merritt Speedway will be in action on a Friday, which is a little bit strange, but uh, they're going to have a very interesting show coming up on Friday where uh, you'll have to check their Facebook page for details, but, you know, top 15 in points are automatically locked into Saturday's show. It's another Mike Blackmere production uh, where it's going to be really interesting to, uh, to get a chance to race there. And then not only, Rich, not only $10,000 to win Challenge Series race on Saturday at Merritt Speedway, but every other division, Rich, paying at least $1,500 to win. I'm, I'm, I don't see how I can miss that one, Zach. I'm going to have to commit now, really. Um, I, I think you're going to see, you know, we. I, I listened to, to Mike Blackbeard. He, he loves getting on and doing his Facebook Live. You know, he, he mentioned that he thought he was going to get 20 cars. I think he's going to get every bit of 30 cars for that 10 grand to win. I, I just feel it. Uh, it's going to be an outstanding show. He had a couple of those shows last year, and they were spectacular. Uh, I, and I don't just think this is going to be any different. Well, and then not to be left out, uh, of course, other tracks around the state are racing as well. So if you've got one that you'd like to go to, check them out on Facebook or uh, check their website and see what they got going on. Give them a call and make sure that they're ready to go. And just remember that everyone's got to play by the COVID rules. So uh, keep your social distancing, play by the rules. And, uh, you know, if their option is available to buy your tickets online, you may want to do that and get your pre-sale tickets so that you know for a fact you're going to get through the door. And then last week, Rich, we tried to welcome our, uh, our uh, leader, Scott Menlin into his new role at Nashville Fairground Speedway, but officials pushed that back one week. So, again, this week we wish good luck to Scott Menlin uh, for his first racing weekend down at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Absolutely. And, you know, I, got, I, I have to admit I got a little nervous last week, Zach. It seemed like everybody, you know, was getting a little bit of comfortable, uh, comfortable in their britches, I guess you could say. Um, Everybody needs to be safe. We, we we had a little bit of spite that wasn't too bad. Uh, they're getting it real bad down south. Uh, we really hope everybody stays safe down there. Uh, but we got to do the right thing so we can keep this thing going. If, if we do the wrong things, it's, it's nothing to, to shut this off. It's the easiest thing to do uh, is shut down where people gather, and we don't want that to happen. So let's all just be smart. Uh, we can have fun together at the racetracks. We can bring bring some friends, sit with them, just not uh, not – too close to people we don't know and we can have some fun times at the racetrack this weekend well hopefully you get a chance to get your backside track side lots of racing action to choose from so find a place go if you feel comfortable doing so bring your mask bring your hand sanitizer if you so choose and have some fun at the races for scott menlin for rich france i'm zach heiser thanking you so much for joining us tonight on horsepower happenings be sure to follow along with us on facebook twitter and our website horsepowerhappenings.com You've been listening to Horsepower Happenings on the Motor City Racing Network. Catch up on past episodes by logging on to horsepowerhappenings.com. And be sure to tune in next week to keep up on what's happening.